You're listening to MLG Channel. today's episode hi guys welcome to my podcast this is mog channel will help you to see real and practical christianity from god's word if you're new here welcome if you're returning welcome back today we are going to be talking about what we've been talking about this is part three of wisdom in relationships and we're going to be dealing with anger wrath and what's the third one indignation they're the same thing actually just that anger is a feeling a strong feeling of annoyance displeasure or hostility and then wrath is extreme anger that is what we call goku super saiyan kamehameha anger so well you know i have this approach to many of these things i'm not going to really just go by okay what is anger i've already explained that um how can we not be angry and i'll just be going through scriptures my god there's so much to say about anger in the scriptures and i'm not even exhausting them but a lot and i mean i had fun just like studying the scriptures and i believe that it's going to be fun as we actually go about and learn these moral lessons of why you should not be angry now before i do that i want to say that there is something really important that you should know and that is how to be understanding and how to be able to process or process your emotions because when you are not aware there's something about being self-aware right many people are not very very self-aware of what's happening to them the processes that they go through for example their emotional processes okay i feel this way because this is what i'm thinking right i'm i'm angry because of this or that there's no awareness in many people so they're just like i feel angry Goku Super Saiyan, ah, you know, kind of thing, and they just go, <laughs> they just go and wreak havoc and everything. But if you actually understand the processes, if you understand, okay, that anger starts with, you know, something coming to your mind that is someone, someone did something, at the point of them doing something, you notice that there will be some kind of thoughts that will also race into your head. How dare he? How dare she? What nonsense? What rubbish? Something like that, bam, you know? When that happens, you now see your emotions flare up. It's a process. It doesn't just be, anger doesn't just fall upon you like ripe cherries. No, there's a process. And when you understand that this is the process, you are better able to say, see, okay, I feel I'm getting angry. You're able, better able to understand, okay, this is the process to avoid doing something stupid. This is how to calm myself down. You have to get to that point of awareness where you're just you just know what to do you are aware of exactly what is going on with you so you're able to say okay the way i am is okay for me to calm down i have to stop talking just stop talking okay move away you understand you're able to instruct yourself properly because you are self-aware you get what i'm saying we're not self-aware just you know just going like you know like the cracker just unleash the cracker it doesn't like that. No, no, no. It, it, there's awareness. Okay, this is what's happening. That's why you, you think with God's word because it helps you to understand yourself. And you just realize, okay, okay, okay. Separate yourself, brother. Hang up the phone. You know, just you're able to tell yourself something. But if you are not self-aware, man, you are going to kill somebody one day because I'm telling you, wherever you find anger, I'm telling you, you are, you are seeing murder is very, very close. In fact, Jesus says that himself. But I don't read that yet. Um... When we go down that path, we're actually going to 
um, read that. In fact, let me even just read it. What the, what the heaven, you know. Matthew 5 verse 21. You have heard that it was said by them of old times, you shall not kill and whoever shall kill shall be in danger of judgment, right? Verse 22. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. I seen that. And whoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be, oh, that's you fool or something, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever shall say you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. So you are seeing that he compares anger to murder. In other words, when you are getting your anger offended, right? What's the definition of anger? You are annoyed, displeased, you are feeling hostile. Like this is, this person is an enemy. Like you have such emotions directed towards someone, you are capable of killing. And that's why you have to actually just separate yourself before you get into you know into that at all. I mean, think about it. If you see people brawl on the road, like you're in Nigeria, and you see all these, you know, we'll call them touts, you know, or as hoodlums, touts, uh, what they call them, goons, <laughs> thug. Yeah. And I heard that in the, in the UK, that girls want them some good thugs. So, thugs, right? <laughs> so, when you see thugs brawling on everything, have you ever seen them brawling just, uh, that is real brawling, fighting, and there's no emotion there, no anger? You will see the anger is intense. That's why you see them say, stop, it's okay, it's okay. They are trying to pacify them, but there's this anger that is there. And because of anger, they are they are senseless. In fact, we're going to see that when anger comes, like when anger comes especially, your brain is shut down. Like literally suspended if you're not careful. You know, there's a place of where you're just angry. I still think your, your mind is still processing things. And you, you still know you can actually act. But when you've gotten into the anger, gone, 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 gone. You understand it may be more difficult for you to actually separate yourself from the act but as i said before if you like be in the bout of intense anger intense anger the one that is doing you like blue flame if they point the gun at your head and say bro smile <laughs> man you gonna spread them cheeks boy you gonna say ah oh, oh, i love you so much i'm so glad to be here <laughs> you just like change because you, your life is at risk so i'm angry you know i'm angry i cannot help myself i cannot i will kiss somebody try could last fiam, fiam, fiam. i will kiss her. someone is going to die today you will die ah you will die calm down bros you can control it stop deceiving yourself why are you deceiving yourself now tell yourself the truth you can control yourself <laughs> so anger is actually something that begets like it stirs up anger in other people it brings regret because most of the things you do in anger will actually bring regret. Look at what the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 19 20. So then my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, right? And be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. That is extreme anger. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So they're saying if you are, every time you are angry, you know that anger even has levels. You, know, just, you can be angry. Now let me even say, before I even go there, there's cases or grounds where anger is actually good though. Jesus got angry, you understand there are cases or grounds that anger there are some things that, for example I'll tell you just sometimes that sickness is just playing with you, malaria, all this one I just, uh, she can live by his stripes, I am hit uh, the life of God is inside me I cannot be sick, I cannot be sick I cannot be sick hey, hey. the reverse you will die you will say, I cannot be sick, I rebuke you I rebuke you um, <laughs> it gets to the point when you realize you just like you just get angry like wait to am i not a son of god how can satan be messing me up like hey rubbish you get angry and what do you do you get off now please and you say ah, i can't 
get up and then if causes you to just do something like yeah he said i am mad get out and you begin to walk around say if i sickness if i catch you you are dead you are finished i will strangle that's anger but anger being directed you understand in the right path so anger actually is an emotion from god but like every other emotional thing that you can actually um how i put it misdirect it you get you can for example grieving is also from god jesus wept right so you can grieve it's a godly emotion satan not create jack satan is dumb and has never created anything that 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 has any sense no satan is is the atomic bomb guy you know even he doesn't have sense to make an atomic bomb let me let me play that let me just i don't even want to dash him that kind of brain <laughs> but anger can actually have good purposes anger against injustice against some other things but even in those things do you get what the anger is is like fuel a driving force you get it is not the grounds to make stupid decisions and to justify stupid actions no you get so let's have that in mind so it says be slow to speak um or sorry yeah sweet to hear slow to speak slow to wrath for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of god in other words when you see anger extreme anger right against a person or something you cannot find god's good righteousness there you cannot find sensible actions there you cannot find something that we call holy or just or you get or right you know no you will fi- rather you will find sin there sin will always be present you get what i'm saying sin will always be present it's from jealousy for for example something like jealousy usually leads to anger and you see have you ever seen other people imagine a woman has loved her husband before she has loved her husband and everything then because he's cheating on her what does she do she now starts to mix uh, if i've heard the story of how someone was true story had a grinding glass grinding like smooth glass and putting inside you know her husband's food put inside her husband's food gradually the idea is to kill him gradually <laughs> some people's poison some other things like that can you imagine that how would you say so i love someone before will be grinding glass and putting inside the soup for him to eat Ah, you get maybe the man cheated who knows but you realize that the jealousy has led to there's this anger and in anger as i say you're not thinking all you're thinking of is like you know how to hurt that person how to deliver maximum pain you get how to do something to pain that person that's you get because you're feeling hostile you're feeling you know annoyed you're feeling you did me wrong like there's this fake sense of sometimes justice like you know i noticed that i said justice in a godly sense but sometimes there's also this fake sense of justice imagine for example you see like if you're in africa nigeria especially you know what they call jungle justice someone steals maggie <laughs> and then they carry like people don't think you know the, something sometimes it's small sometimes it's maybe they catch the people maybe they robbed i can even understand that a little more just that love of god not allow me to fully understand it <laughs> but you see them they would just drag tires put on people sometimes they don't even know what's going on as long as you say thief 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 they just drag a tire put on someone and light a match like that poor diesel light a match and you just see people born like that's a mob action anger and let me even say this whenever you see those kind of things like that you are looking at the spirit because whenever you see the when you see people in a group like that going together with one certain emotion you're looking at the spirit that is involved a spirit is very very much involved in what's going on or spirits are involved in feeling because let me even say this that in the place of emotions is where you also find spirits yeah when we talk about oppression obsession and all those things being obsessed spirits operate with emotions because let me say this we don't really do things because we are thinking what we we do things majorly because we're emotional we don't really sin because 
um, we're just thinking, oh, I was cold, calculated sin. No, no, no. We sin many times because we're emotional. I'm not saying you cannot sin by those things, but usually there's emotions you get that involves that involves sin. Sin is usually emotional. It has to get to your emotional process, whether it's sexual sin, masturbation, pornography, you understand, whatever it is, or steal, uh, stealing, killing, and all those murder. I mean, you will have to very emotional. Hatred consumes you to murder a person. You understand? So emotions always precede, you know, usually precede sin. <laughs> if you think about it, they precede sin. So, and in that case, spirits just have to, there's just two, two, two things they have to do. Influence your thoughts and help enforce your emotions. So that anger, because there's a way you can be so angry that, you know, there's some people that, huh, when they are angry, they become monsters, they become animals, they become something else. At the point of that anger, they open themselves up to a spirit. A spirit just is there, like, you're not looking at the person. I'm telling you, you're looking at, the, you know, a spirit. But thank God we have the Holy Ghost. Amen? You have the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. You have the Holy Ghost. And you don't have to succumb to devils. You don't have to succumb to satanic desires. You don't have to succumb to anger. Glory to Jesus. Oh, Makata na Makaya. You don't have to succumb to these rebellious thoughts in your mind. You don't have to. And that's a word for somebody out there. You don't have to, says, says the Lord. You don't have to. And I speak in my heart. I hear in my heart that God is setting a person free of that spirit of anger. There's a person I'm talking about. You, yeah, that's you. That's the Holy Ghost here. Yeah, right now, power of God is on you right now. You, you know, there's so you've been a slave to your anger. You've been when you get angry, you know, you get to a point where you get so uncontrolled. You do so many things that when when you come to and they tell you this is what this is what you did, this is what you did, you don't even know. You're like, I did this, and you get so you know, feel so much remorse, feel so bad. I meant to tell you that's a spirit. Ah, ta, 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 ta. You foul spirit in the name of Jesus. Lose him and let him go. Get out in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I discerned that spirit. I saw the spirit. I had to tell the, tell the fool where to go. <laughs> All right. So now let's just read some text of scripture to for that buttress what we're saying. Because it's, for, it's good enough for you to see it in scriptures and realize that these things are true. Genesis 49 verse 5. Simeon and Levi are brethren, instruments of cruelty are in their, in their habitations. Um, oh my soul, come not thou into your, their secret, unto the assembly. My honor be not un, united, for in their anger they slew a man, and their self willed, and their self willed they dig down a wall. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce, and their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Now, what is going on here? Um, Simeon and Levi, there's a story about um, the daughters of Jacob. One of them, her name was Diana, or uh, Dinah, sorry, Dinah. And what happened was that Dinah. Um, went to the land, you know, they were staying in Canaan, but they were not of Canaan, you know. And then one guy saw saw her and liked her and took her, you know, did not go to the father to ask her for marriage, took her and then raped her, actually, or probably slept with her, something like that. She raped her or slept with her. And then he, after he did that, then he went to them uh, to ask for a hand in marriage and all that. That's the family. I mean, I mean, he took the wrong step right first. He put the cat before the horse. So Simeon and Levi, who I think were her blood, like her own blood, like, you know, because Jacob had about four wives or two wives, two concubines. And so Simeon and Levi, I think they were like in direct relation to her, same mother, same father. And so they got mad. They were so angry and they went and they actually killed. They went to that city. Okay, this is what they did. They told them, fine, we'll give her to you. But all of you, we can't, we can't do anything with you guys if you are not circumcised. So all of you must circumcised. So you see all these men, grown men, 
a whole city, a whole small city. They all got circumcised. You know what that means now? To cut the foreskin of the penis and everything. And then that's what they did. And so they were all in pain. Like, that thing is very, very painful. They're all in pain. And it was while they were in pain, Simeon and Levi came with swords and struck the whole city, killed all the men. I don't even know what they did to women and children, but they, at least they killed all the men in the city, about at least 400 or something like that. Now go check it out in Genesis. They killed all the men in that city. Water and this place here um, is explaining what happened, that they were angry. You see that? He said, cursed be their anger. They were so mad that, I mean, one man, it was just one man that sinned though against their daughter but there are other ways to go about it but you see they are not rational they murder is the next step after, you know after anger murder is actually the rational step after anger so they went after that man his family his entire and killed struck the entire city with the sword and everything so you see what happens in the place of anger and so you see that god condemned their actions cursed be their anger are you seeing that cursed be their anger for it was fierce and their wrath it was cruel are you seeing that so in wrath in anger, there's cruelty. There's wickedness in anger. So if you're a person that loves to be given to anger, you have to realize that in that place, they are, you are capable of things that you will regret. Are you seeing that? Now, in that place, we see something. First Samuel, Samuel chapter 20, verse 30. Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a rebellious woman. <laughs> oh God, this guy is just cracking me up. So anyway, the context of this particular thing is that Saul was angry with David and wanted to kill David because obviously David was had become more popular than him and he knew that David was going to take over eventually from his throne. So he sought to kill him so that his own son Jonathan would actually take the throne. But David at, that, at this point, David had actually had never lifted a finger against Saul, funny enough. Saul was his own undoing. So Saul was his ang- he was angry with, with Jonathan. Okay, what happened was that David had run and then they were at the table because David was actually living with the king at that time. And it was like, where's David? David was not on the seat. Where's David? And so Jonathan said, you know, some things like, why are you looking for him and everything? Jonathan actually defended him. So that's when Saul was now angry and he said, he said, and he said to him, you son of that perverse and rebellious woman, <laughs> do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own confusion and to the confusion of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives upon the ground, there shall be no establishment for nor your kingdom. Wherefore now send and fetch him for me, for he shall surely die. Are you seeing this? And Jonathan said to his father, Well, he shall not, where well, well, shall he be slain? What has he done? And Saul cast a javelin at him to kill him. Are you seeing this now? Look at this. Saul was so mad that, I mean, he wanted to murder David. That was number one. But look at this one. His own son that he was saying, because of David, you will not be the king. So his own son now says, but this guy has not done nothing wrong. And he takes a javelin, a spear to pin the guy to the wall to kill him. What does that tell you? And what, no, what does that tell you? That tells you in, he became irrational. The person you want to kill because of your son, so you'll be king, right? You now, in a fit of rage, you want to kill your own son. Hey, that's another word, rage. Yeah, another word for anger, rage. Yeah. <laughs> you want to kill your own son. So it, it makes you irrational. It makes you unthinking. Look at that. Let's, let's look at another text. It says, um, okay, and it also stirs up anger in others because if you look at the next thing, after he did that, he didn't, he didn't, I guess uh, Saul's aim was off. Jonathan, so Jonathan rose from the table in fierce anger and did not eat the meat anymore. A pity, 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 pity. Yeah, I finished the food though. Um, I've gone. I've been saying, I'm angry with you that deal, but this food is nice. It's like this uh, Mama Kichi her cooking this their soup and cob is on fire, so I can't leave it, but... I'm angry with you, Dad. <laughs> so, 
but he was angry too so you see anger also begets anger anger has a way of staying up anger in other people especially women <laughs> don't tell me but i've ever noticed that thing where you see you're the one who a lady has done something wrong to you especially maybe your sister your mom your wife or whatever or a lady whatever your friend and then you're angry and you're like you you're speaking in anger like you why what was it and in her mind all she's thinking she doesn't even care about what she did she's like so why are you not talking like that why are you not talking why are you not angry why are you talking like that then she, she becomes angry and like on top of my own anger <laughs> women i heal you so <laughs> so verse 15 verse 8 a wrathful man stirs up strife right a wrathful man stirs up strife for those of you that do not know what the word strife means i got you today strife according to the dictionary is anger or bitter disagreement over issues conflict so you are seeing that a wrathful man a man who is intensely angry stirs up conflict stirs up disagreement but he that is slow to anger appeases strife so that means a person who is calculative so being slow to anger is actually that part of what, of what i call um you know processing your emotions he's slow to anger he's not doesn't get angry it's just it's, it's calculated it's a, no, no 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 such a person is in a better position to make peace than somebody who is you know goku chadi super saiyan all right then proverbs chapter 16 verse 32 he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty and he that rules his spirit than he that takes his takes his city you see there's so much premium placed on the person who can actually control his or emotions as i was saying yesterday your emotions don't have to rule you. Anger does not have to rule you. You have control. You can actually decide not to be angry. You can decide to walk away from things. You can decide to just say, you know, this is not worth it. I know what can happen. Many people that I ever see people that get angry. Hey, what? 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 And they go and fight somebody that is stronger than them. And that guy beats them up. Can you? <laughs> My dad once told me about how on the, he once observed the sight, you know, on the road, and. <laughs> One guy was walking on the road, you know, and uh, you know, with his nice white shirt. And apparently, I don't know what happened. One agbero or something like that. Maybe splashed. Maybe I don't know. And he got angry. I said, "Eh, is he me doing like that? Maybe who knows? Maybe that guy has been pumping iron, hitting the gym, and all that." Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, got angry. Yeah, yeah. And so he began to assault this agbero. So this agbero, who most times, you know, probably has a very delinquent childhood, probably was molested as a child probably has been poor all his life lives in one shack in a face me i face you has to work so hard every single day as a modular driver to survive and life is against him and he's against life he's angry at everything and everybody and then this man just comes of course a, a, a thug that was always looking for a fight and he was minding his own business and this guy brings the fight to him this guy must have stretched forth his hands to the heavens and said father i know for a fact that thou lovest thy son and he proceeded after that to just gently pick this sophisticated guy with his white shirt and dip him <laughs> in the gutter. Just baptize him, dip him a bit in the gutter, just, you know, for good measure, just to warm things up, you know. And then I think my dad said as he was leaving, the last thing he saw was the guy dragging him, <laughs> this thug dragging the other guy towards where the fry occur. I think he was also going to experiment with what it would look like if you dip flesh into boiling oil. So that was the last of that episode. <laughs> so it, it just makes people senseless. Are you seeing that rough? How did you think you would take on an agbero like that? Just go like that. You know, it doesn't doesn't make sense. <laughs> so um 
Proverbs 16 verse 32. He that is slow to anger, okay, I think, yeah, yeah. So it's it's more, it makes more sense if you can control your control anger. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 9. Be not hasty in your spirit to be angry, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. I think I said this yesterday. Don't be in a hurry to be angry, because foolishness is what comes out of anger. Foolishness. You know, in anger, when you're angry, you don't even care who it is that you're angry with at times. I mean, it could be someone that, that can help you. You're angry. You understand? It could be a client. It could be, it could be your parent. It could be people that can help you. Your pastor. People that you should not be angry. You just get angry. You say nonsense. Act anyhow and everything. You will always regret the actions you take in anger. You will always regret them. Even Let me say this. Some people feel that because I am right, I am justified in my anger. No, you are not justified in jack because the 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 price you will pay for that your anger is not worth you know getting that justice it's not worth it might as well just calm down cool down for example now someone killed your whatever you know all these movies they kill someone and you're angry ah you now carry guns go and kill someone. i hope you know that you're, you're also committed murder because you're, you're not supposed to take a, a life so in the end you didn't even allow justice to come because you to kill somebody <laughs> so Proverbs 14 verse 17, he that is soon angry deals foolishly. Are you seeing that? He's a fool. And a man of wicked devices is hated. Okay? Um, so, you can also see that a man who is angry will soon become a man who is wicked. Feel like that. Proverbs 21 verse 19, it is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a con- contentious and an angry woman. Guy! <laughs> better to be in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. So, women, women, Please don't be angry, eh? Edjo, of course, you can flip this with men too. And I always, I like to say this, that one of the things you must look out for in a person who you want to marry is anger. How do they deal with anger and their emotions? Right? And in some cases, because let me say this, a man will not beat a woman unless he's angry. He will have to go through the emotions of anger and then proceed to hit his wife or something like that. So, if a man can be angry, if you look at the way he treats other people, he may not even touch you before you're married, though. But you look at the way he treats other people and the way he is flares up, flares up, flares up. That fla- if a guy is flaring up like that, ah, just know that inside my this guy will flare up at you. This guy will beat you to a pulp. So just stay with you as a man too. You see, the Bible says our women are angry, women who can't control their anger, who can't, you know, the way that they just get angry. He's telling you clearly to stay away from such people if they're like that stay away don't even don't even toast you know what i'm saying don't even approach say can i get to know you yeah before you even start to say baby come over let me take you to the jungle over <laughs> okay look at Proverbs 22 verse 24 make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man you shall not go lest you learn his ways and get a snare to your soul are you seeing that so you're seeing that they're seeing don't even be friends a person who is given to anger who is who is um, habitually angry? Don't even be the person's friend. Don't be the person who is furious. And that word for anger. Who is furious? He says, don't even bother. Don't bother with such people. They can't be your friends because he says you can learn their ways. Because evil communications corrupt good manners. You understand? You can actually become like the person by association. And I think you know everybody. If you have mother, if you have a person who is given to anger, check your parents. It's very likely that you've learned it from one or two of your parents. Or from an uncle, from an influential person, someone that you always see the, the person snaps and flares up. Then you two, what happens is that you get to the same situation? Then you two, you just snap and flare up. You get because those things are also learned. They are learned. You can learn them. You get so you, you should not have communication or fellowship with people that are like that, lest you become like them. 
Okay, Proverbs 25 verse 23, the north wind drives away rain, so does an angry countenance, a backbiting tongue. So a person who is angry drives people away. You understand? People don't like to stay around an angry person. You drive people away. You drive opportunities away. You drive, you just, you create a barricade between you and, and things that are good for you. Are you seeing that? Proverbs 25 verse 24, it is better to dwell in the corner of the roof, the house top than with a brawling woman in, and in a white house. <laughs> Some people say that the Bible hates women. It's not true. But look at that. It's better to dwell in the corner of your house top. That means your roof. That's going to find one corner of the roof and going to stay there. <laughs> than to be inside the house in the, that's in a big house with a brawling woman you know that's a and of course a, a brawling woman is a, is, is a cantankerous angry kind of you know fighter <laughs> don't want to be around such a woman and vice versa you don't want to be around such a man Proverbs 29 22 an angry man stirs up strife and a furious man abounds in sin are you seeing that so you are seeing a where there's fury anger wrath all those things you are going to find what sin sin will be there Either in the things you say, words that you cannot take back, that can ruin entire relationships, that can ruin entire businesses, that can terminate your job, that can, you know, terminate so many things, that can get you killed <laughs> in what you just say. Just talk, 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 talk. <laughs> just talk anyhow. Right now, look at this. Daniel chapter 2 verse 10. The Chaldeans answered before. I want to see the king's reaction or, or what anger caused a person to do. The Chaldeans answered before the king and said, There is no one upon the earth that can show the king's matter wherefore there is no king lord ruler or lord that has such things of any magician or, or child okay so we know what happened here this was nebuchadnezzar now nebuchadnezzar had a dream and then woke up and forgot the dream and told his astrologers and magicians tell me what the dream was and they're like my guy no one has ever asked that kind of thing in this in you know since we knew the world to begin but look at verse 12 for this cause the king was very angry was angry and very furious and was commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. Now, if you think about it, this is actually a very, very foolish move. Babylon was the biggest, like, nation then. It was the number one nation in the world, right? And, of course, it, was, it didn't get there just by being stupid. You had wise men. You had people. You had spiritual leaders. People that had, at least, they are the backbone of your, min, of your kingdom. They are the ones who had looked and said, oh, you can do this, you can do that. They, you know, they support... We call them kingmakers, right? These people are the ones you rely on. Every good king rely, has a spiritual, you know, sidekick that he can actually con- contact for spiritual matters. If you remember, like, the kings of England back then, if you remember the, the story of King Arthur, he had Merlin, the, the sorcerer, you understand? They always have, even to today, I heard that the queen has a, a witch or something. They always have some form of, you know, spiritual, because life is spiritual, so they need spiritual backup. Even politicians, many of them, Politicians today rely heavily on papala words or pastors. Check it, you see. Any politician that is what is his salt will usually rely on either papala words or pastors or both. You know, some of them love to, you know, be bedfellows or both. And so you have his entire. This is his entire force. You get that keeps him on the throne, and he was angry and commanded that they destroy all of them, just in one. Because they can't answer your question, he just got angry. So you're seeing in anger. This is what he was going to do in anger. It's senseless. It's stupid. You get. But he didn't care. <laughs> the guy didn't care. <laughs> very, very funny something. Then look at Jonah. It's the story of Jonah, right? And okay, Jonah went to Nineveh. And oh, okay, God told Jonah, go to Nineveh and warn them because they're about to be destroyed because their sin is too much. Jonah runs away. Later we find out that he ran away because and Jonah chapter 4 tells us 
like why he ran away he ran away because he knew that god would spare them if they repent so after all that <laughs> um god caused uh, a plant to because jonah had preached every preached to them they had, and then he came out of the city and waited for the city to be destroyed he was waiting for them some people say it was his reason was because that those i think those were assyrians and the assyrians had assaulted israel lots of times and caused havoc and so probably who knows maybe one of his loved ones had been killed and everything like that so he didn't want god to, god to show them mercy he didn't want that so he left the city and he was you know outside the city waiting for god to destroy the city and well he was waiting and waiting and the sun was very hot so god caused the plants to grow a big plant and cover him and he was under the shade of the plant and he was just so happy then the, god allowed the plant to die and then jonah was very very angry <laughs> you know he was very 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 angry and uh jonah was now you know complaining and all that that's 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 jonah chapter um, four verse nine so he was very very angry and um, what do you call it so look at verse eight and it came to pass when the sun did arise that god prepared a vehement east wind, and the sun beat upon the head of jonah and he fainted <laughs> so after the thing had died the the, the whatever the plant had died then god caused some very very hot you know the wind and the sun to beat the head of jonah and he fainted <laughs> and wishing himself to die he said i just want to die and he said and he said it is better to die to for me to die than to live and god said to jonah do you well to be are you doing well to be angry for the plant and he says and jonah said i do well to be angry even unto death so <laughs> you know and god had to rebuke him and say that how can you how can you say that you 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 value a plant more than a whole city of people you get but as, as we said before jonah probably had a motive of anger right which is why he did not want because if you look at the verse uh, uh two of verse one when god spared the city said well it displeased jonah exceedingly and he was very angry are you seeing that and he prayed unto the lord and said i pray you O lord was not this my saying when i was yet in my country therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. So, <laughs> I see that. So, that's why he actually ran. He did not want God to actually give them, like, uh, he, because he understood the power of not wanting those guys. Let them continue. Let them destroy it. He understood that. So, he said, I'm not the one that's going to bring justification to these people or bring a, a redemption to these people. So, the guy ran away. That's why he was willing. So, you see, in his anger, his anger led him to not consider people to not think about people to become selfish you understand her anger causes you to be selfish irrational and all that stuff okay let's see another person that acted stupidly in anger Esther chapter 3 verse 5 and when him and saw that Mordecai bowed not nor did reverence him then was him and full of wrath in case you know the book of Esther go and read the book of Esther in the book of Esther there was this um, there was Esther and there was her uncle Mordecai who had raised her and trained her and finally you know the story the king selected her and, and put her in as made her his wife and then um, Haman was the king's right hand man and so Haman used to when he would go he used to let her people bow down before him but Mordecai being a Jew would not bow down before him because Mordecai would only bow down to God obviously and he wouldn't bow down before him and so he says oh, he didn't reverence him in any way so Haman was full of wrath he was very very angry and because of his anger you know first of all of course he was he was proud you get which led him when when this guy did not respond he became angry his pride led to anger and he, the bible says in verse 6 and he thought that esther chapter 3 verse 6 and he thought scorn to lay hands on mordecai alone 
for they had showed him the people of Mordecai, wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Jews that were throughout the whole kingdom of Assessorus, even the people of Mordecai. So you are seeing that because of one man's action, he was ready to wipe out the whole nation because of his pride, because of his anger against one man. He said, I won't just kill this man. I will destroy everything that this man knows. I'll, you know, that, that's just some very wicked and irrational thoughts because anger can lead you down that path. And by the way, notice that we're reading lots of Old Testament texts because the Bible tells us that as these things were written for, you know, examples. Let me see if I can find it. You know, these things in the Old Testament were written for examples. That's um, uh, 1 Corinthians 10 verse 11. It says, now all these things happen unto them for examples. It's talking, and if you read it, um, the one verses before, um, you know that he was actually talking about, um, okay, let's look at verse 8. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed fornication. Now he's talking, who is he talking about? He's talking about in verse 5, but with many of them, God was not well pleased for they were overthrowing the wilderness. Okay, so he's just talking about Israel. And so when you now come down to verse 11, he said, These things happened unto them for examples, and they are written for admonition upon whom the end of the words are come. So in other words, he's saying that you can actually learn lessons from them. For those of you that don't like the Old Testament at all, you think that it's not read at all. He says you can learn lessons, and that's what I just do. I just going through and glean the lessons from the lives of these people. So anger, this is what anger led people to do. So <laughs> So he was very angry and sought to kill, kill all of them. And we know what he did after that. He went to the king and then he tried, found out, tried to find a way to, to mobilize the king against those people and, and have them decree that there will be a day that they will kill all the Jews. Right? Uh-huh. Now, we know Esther also played that game very, very well. And then um, <laughs> uh, the story goes that Esther finally told the king that my life is in danger. And the king said, what do you mean? And he said, this man, this murderer, you know, him and here, he's the one that he's, he has determined to kill me. <laughs> uh, he said, there's, there's them to kill me and all my people and everything. And so, now, the Bible says that the king was so angry. <laughs> verse, Esther 7, verse 7. And the king, arising from the banquet of wine in his wrath, went into the palace and got... <laughs> you know, there's something I saw, I was reading about... Um, you know, wrath and a king's wrath. Like I saw it, and I just, I was, I just burst out shouting. So, they said, Bible says here that they said Proverbs chapter sixteen verse fourteen. The wrath of a king is a, is a messenger of death. <laughs> I see that the wrath of a king. If a king is angry, he's a messenger of death. If the king is angry with you. He's a messenger of death. Remember the king. Uh, there's also many scriptures coming to me. Remember the Pharaoh, right? Pharaoh was angry with the the butler, the person that's serving wine and the person that's serving bread, and he had them thrown into prison because he was angry. That's just how the, how it was back then. So Israel says the guy got up like <laughs> and went out in wrath. So that's <laughs> the wrath was already a message of death. And Haman stood up to make request for his life to Esther the queen, right? <laughs> For he saw that there was determined evil against him by the king. So the king was angry. He knew he was a dead man. So he started to try to beg Esther. He, he got up. Then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of the wine. And Haman was fallen upon the bed where Esther was. So he was begging and maybe he stumbled and fell on the bed where Esther was. And he was <laughs> he was begging for that beg. Hey, Joe, whatever I've done, please, we can work this out. Then said the king, will he force the queen also before me in my house? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to rape my own queen, have you? Ah! As, look at it. As the word went out of the king's mouth, they covered his face. So, I want you to see something about him and 
he got his he got everything he was due because the king in his anger do you understand anger is like murder anger is like murder when you're angry with people like it's like you might as well just commit murder and that's why you actually have to don't wait till you commit murder guard your heart now guard it now this was a king so you could get away with it but i was they just covered his face <laughs> they covered the guy's face and also he was already a dead man forget so no matter what you know so, so they hanged him on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then was the king's wrath pacified. That means this guy was he was angry and stayed angry till this guy was dead. Aye. You know you can actually be like that. You can you can be in anger, stay angry till hey, till something. Some people will not that anger will not rest till they've hurt or injured somebody. That's demonic. It's very, very demonic. Repent. <laughs> Repent. Uh Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit, exalted folly or foolishness. Right? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> we've seen all that one. Um, let's see. Okay. So, uh, as I've said before, you can actually like also be angry against the wrong thing and all that. The Bible tells us that we should not live in anger. Ephesians 4 says, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down your wrath. In other words, even if you feel angry, let don't let that anger lead to sin, right? Remember I spoke about processing your emotions. The feeling of anger can be legitimate. Something wrong happened. In fact, how will you even know something wrong happened to you if the feeling of anger does not come? Anger comes like something wrong has happened. But you should be able to control yourself and say, no, I'm not going to respond like this, right? And let not the sun go down your wrath. In other words, is this is not saying that you must wait for the sun to go down therefore you stop getting angry no it's saying don't don't live in anger don't stay in anger stay from anger right timothy chapter 1 verse 7 for a bishop must be blameless as a steward of god not self-willed not soon angry are you seeing that not soon angry you should not be angry you should not live in anger Ephesians 4 verse 31 let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice see that so anger should be put away you should not live in anger and you can also read Colossians 3 verse 8. Okay, that talks about that. Anger, wrath, malice, and put off all these things. Anger, wrath, malice, and other things. Okay? Alright, guys. With that, we've ended today's episode. I believe you've been blessed. I've been blessed. I've had fun teaching you the word of God. So, go and walk on your anger. Acknowledge the fact that God has not given you anger. God has not given you wrath. If you, if you find yourself that you've been angry, like living in anger and all those things, you have to begin to acknowledge and confess God's word that you're not a person who is angry. You're not an angry person. You have to tell yourself the truth. Unlearn all the lies. Tell yourself the truth. I am not an angry person. Write down confessions. I am not angry. I don't live in anger. I can control myself. I can control my emotions. I, you know, I, I, I am a person who works in wisdom. Why people don't get angry? You know, you can do all these things. Aha. Uh-huh. And, and keep on renewing your mind and then check your emotions. When someone does something to you, what? Forgive them. Walk in love. That's the, that's the antidote. Walk in love. You have the capacity to walk in love to forgive them. To not give them what they would deserve because of what they did to you. Forgive them. Extend blessings to them. Right? Bless them that curse you. Pray for them that despitefully use you. That, that is your response. Anger is not the right response. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, guys. With that, we've ended today's episode. I believe you have enjoyed yourself as I have myself it's a bit long but well that's it is what it is all right announcement every single day we are putting on mixlr mixlr is the name of the app get it on the app store or the play store and then join us search young ecclesian nation on the app every day 6 a.m and 6 p.m we're praying join us and strengthen your prayer life okay guys have a wonderful day god bless you bye bye if this blessed you 
or you want to say hi or you have a question you can head over to my instagram that's pst.sen pst.essien see you there